Now I know what you're thinking. Hey, doesn't the Bacon Wire podcast usually post on Thursdays? And normally, you would be correct. But this week, I'm on vacation. So, we have a very special episode today. Darian Harris, Director of Player Personnel for MSU Football, joined us to talk about the X-Men. Specifically, casting people we want to see as different X-Men characters within the MCU. Stay tuned. We'll be back next Thursday with our regularly scheduled programming. All right, we're joined now by our uh, by our friend Mitch, back again after going up north and risking the fall for all of us. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and we're joined again by MSU Director of Player Personnel, Darian Harris. Darian, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you all? Uh, good. So, um, you know, before we get started, we got to ask, you know, is every, you know, how's everything going up there? Uh, it's, it's good. You know, we're managing it, um, doing what we can and uh, following protocol. That's the best way I can put it. Taking things day by day and uh, kind of taking things with the mentality that it is what it is. And uh, that's, I think, what everybody across the country is dealing with, whether you're in college athletics, professional athletics, or just, you know, daily life. You know, it kind of is what it is right now. You got to take things day by day. Um, but I'm fully confident in, in the protocols that, that we have in place and that we're making sure that we're, we're doing what we're supposed to do. And, that, um, you know, the health and safety of our players is going to be number one priority for us, um, as it should be, and it'll continue to be that. So uh, we just got to see where things go. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's everything's just so touch and go, it feels like, in the country right now. And, you know, everything's just like, everything's always like, it, it feels like most things are like, 24 hours away from just like getting getting punted, you know, from getting exactly. punted until next year. So I'm scared. I'm I'm glad you know you're staying safe. That that the coaching staff and the training officials are taking the right steps to keep the players safe, and you know, hopefully we can come out on the other side of this in, in some capacity. And, no doubt. And no see doubt. you get and see you guys back out on the field. So uh, we're here today because. Uh, we love the MCU, Darian. You love the MCU, and a big addition coming down the pike for Marvel Studios is the X Men. Um, we're not exactly sure where and when they're going to be introduced. Three years, I bet. Three years. I bet WandaVision introduces a backdoor for the mutants to be able to come into the MCU through some kind of multiverse mm-hmm. thing. That's been my long-running brain theory. And we're here today to to cast the new MCU X-Men. So here's how it's going to work. All five of us are going to cast Charles Xavier, Magneto, and Wolverine. Because those are the guys that are going to be in, those are the guys who are going to be in, guaranteed. And then we all get two flex spots to cast whoever else we want. Because, you know, the X-Men roster is so big and it's ever-changing that, you know, we might want to see some different characters who may not have gotten the shine that they've gotten in the past. So, Darian, let's start with you. Who did you cast as Charles Xavier? Whew, this was a tough one, as they're all they're all tough ones. Um, but I went with one of my, I guess, favorite actors. And um, it was kind of hard, I guess, for me to see him in this light, but I would like to see him kind of take on this role as a more se- serious role 
And I actually like the older version of Charles Xavier. You know, I know, you know, the younger version is, is, is pretty cool. And I thought they did a good job with that. Um, but I like the older version. So um, I went with uh, John Makovich to mm. be my Charles Xavier. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed him in pretty much everything that, that he's done. Um, you know, most recently he was in Space Force with Steve Carell, but he's been in, in just about everything. And, um, you know, I just, I, I, I enjoy him as an actor. He's, he's bald, so that helps. Um, <laughs> he can easily, easily cut the hair. So uh, that's why I went with uh, my Charles Xavier. John Malkovich, that, I, my um, mind immediately went Brit. So like, I couldn't get British out of my head when I was, yeah. I wouldn't have thought of an American, but. I lo- John Malkovich would bring would bring a, a different energy. I think that'd be cool. Uh, Mitch, who'd you cast as as Xavier? Uh, I also like I went British immediately, so I went with Daniel Craig. Okay, oh, that's who I was gonna pick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Not, figured he didn't pick he's, him, but he's got double you know he's got double seven, so he's got the fighting kind of stuff down. I know he doesn't have to do much hand to hand combat as Charles Xavier, but. He still, you know, needs to know, like, the fighting kind of stuff. Mm. And um, he's older, so, I, you know, same with Darian. I'm, I'm used to those original, you know, X-Men, X2, X3 movies as opposed to the newer ones. So I went older, and uh, I thought Daniel Craig. Okay. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Brett. So I went with another Daniel. I went with Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know he's like kind of hinted he might be done acting a little bit, but I think he would be phenomenal. Daniel Day Daniel Day Lewis in an X Men movie, I think, is a level of cognitive dissonance I'm not ready for. <laughs> it's like Galaxy Brain if it ever happens. <laughs> He'd have to stay in that wheelchair the entire time. He'd be in the MCU. Like he would just be in the wheelchair for ten years. Uh, Lucas. Oh, uh, man, this was really hard. I I was just going to mess with everyone and pick the whole Happy Madison crew as, like, <laughs> like Kevin James Wolverine, Adam Sandler, Professor X, Rob Schneider. But um, we don't have enough time for that. But for my Professor X, I mean, I teeter-tottered, you know, between, like, wanting an older one and a younger one. But I went with a Brit, and it's a guy who 10 years ago I would have despised for anything Marvel-related, but – I went with Robert Pattinson as Professor X. Okay. I, I he been, I mean, you know, we've, you know, big time movie boys, they've seen, you know, we watched a lot of stuff with him in it. And he's so much more than those really horrible Twilight movies. And I think he's start, if, if he is really good in Tenet, then I think that's going to open up the doors for him even more to possibly be something close to this, like in the biggest franchise in the world. That's, that's a super interesting choice. You know, you're, you're going young. Yeah. You're going young. That um, was the thing for me to think. He's going to be Batman, right? Yeah. But well, it's a, not going to happen. But. A, a Batman. Um, sure. Yeah. A, yeah. A, a, a Batman. Batman. Uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I went with the Brit. It was hard for me to not, to not go with the Brit. Um, I, kind of, I kind of future-proofed my castings a bit because I just know it's not going to happen for a while. So uh, for my Charles Xavier, I kind of, I kind of went off the res a little bit and I'm picking Hugh Grant. Mm, okay. You know, I, I rewatched God Richie's the gentleman over the weekend. Oh, I need to watch that. 
and he's he's so good as this smarmy shithead dirtbag journalist. And you know, I just think he can kind of do bring a bring a different dimension to the role. And you know, as far as the hair goes, you know, there's you know, he can shave it or they have bald cap bald cap technology I feel has really progressed in the last twenty years. So I'm not worried about I'm not worried about him having hair. <laughs> I just love that bald cap technology has definitely advanced. <laughs> uh, it, it had to have. There's no way bald caps don't look like shit. There's no right. way. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, we'll go back to Darian. Uh, Darian, who did you cast as Magneto? Magneto. This was, I mean, they're, like I said, they're all tough. Um, mm-hmm. But I went with Rafe Fiennes for Magneto. Oh. Now, I thought I about that was, one, too. It was the same type of thing. It was like, do you go young? Do you go old? And I mean, I, I Magneto for me has been the best. I mean, besides Wolverine and, and Hugh Jackman, that's a different level. But in terms of uh, the young old concept, when they you know had to bring in the the the, the first class and Days of Future Past and stuff like that, you know, Michael Fassbender and Ian McKellen, it doesn't get better than those two. So for me, it was kind of like you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place with going young, going old. So I kind of went right in the middle with Ray Fiennes. Obviously, thought he did it magnificent as Voldemort, and uh, he kind of plays that villain role pretty well. Even though Magneto's like a you know an anti-hero, I guess you'd call him. But um, yeah, so that's what I went with. I like Ray, that. Yeah, Ray Fiennes. That'd be that'd be interesting going from a going from a Nazi to a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. That'd be. And that's the thing also, it's like, I think that with Magneto, really with all of them, I mean, the the premise of X-Men, I think when you take these characters' backgrounds, it's important to keep those pretty pure. So, you know, I I was trying to figure out, like, you know, there's talk of, is is Magneto necessarily Jewish? Not necessarily, but he is a Holocaust survivor. You know, he's kind of German, Jew. I mean, it's it's, it's, kind of in that that ballpark. So I definitely wanted to at least keep that. Although when I did see like the videos and stuff of like if Denzel Washington was Magneto, it does seem pretty cool. And I <laughs> yeah. love that, but I want to kind of keep Magneto's heritage the way it is. I think that's important to his story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, what about, uh, what about you? Yeah, so I'm going to give the one I picked and then I'm going to say something about someone else who I thought of. Um, so I went with uh, Nikolai Coster Waldo, uh, Jamie, Jamie, Lan- Jamie Lannister. Okay. Uh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, going with the whole anti-hero thing, you know, he was, you know, bad in Game of Thrones and then, you know, kind of turned good towards the end, um, still turned out to be a jackass in yeah. the very end, but still, um, yeah, so I, I think that would be pretty good. Um, and then, um, the second one that I was thinking of, uh, would have been Liam Neeson. Um, and I only okay. thought about that because mm. uh, I, I sent it to Nicole first um, because I my notes app isn't working on my phone. Um, so I sent it to her just so I'd have it somewhere. And she was like, why didn't you put Liam Neeson anywhere? Because that's her favorite actor. So. <laughs> but it was a good idea. Like, I could see it. I can, yeah. see, I can see Liam Neeson, too. That'd be... Yeah, like, he played Zeus and... Uh, Qui-Gon and like he played Zeus in Clash of the Titans. He played Mr. Taken. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he has a very particular set of skills. Brian yeah. bending Mills. metal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Brett, who do you got for your Magneto? So my Magneto, I went with uh, one of my favorite actors. He 
played one of my favorite roles of all time in Breaking Bad. I went with Giancarlo Esposito. I did too. Um, I went with yeah. 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 So this one I do have to admit I used like like Darian said he saw how uh, Denzel might potentially be in that role. I saw uh, Giancarlo on one of those lists, and it just made a ton of sense. I mean, I loved him in Breaking Bad. He was probably my favorite character in there. And he just, like, fits the ideal Magneto role for me. Yeah, you know, I think I think as we get as we get into these new MCU X-Men movies, um, some of the origins are going to have to be updated a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being a Holocaust survivor is important to Magneto's story, but it's not really feasible right. when you figure Magneto's going to have to be at least 100 in order for that to happen. So yeah. I think I think kind of you can do an updated, an updated thing with Giancarlo Esposito. But yeah, he was my pick too. That's a that was a great pick, Brett. I saw he did an interview a couple weeks ago where, you know, he said that the MCU would would logically be his next his right. next his next project. So he's definitely in talks for something for sure. I'm, I'd I'd be I'm very excited to see where he lands next. I right. and I did see him as William Stryker. Or or Galactus, I think yeah. I think Galactus might be the move for him. Yeah, he's definitely got a role there, and I think it's. It, I mean, it's exciting because I don't think actors are really afraid to play a superhero role anymore. Because in the past, guys were worried about like being boxed in and just viewed mm-hmm. as like just being Batman or uh, Spider Man. But now they can do so many different roles, and the way that these characters evolve, it just doesn't limit them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I John Car I'm John Carlo. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when I read that he was thinking about MCU. I was like, oh, he'd be a great Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> uh Lucas, what about you? Um, Rob Schneider. No, um <laughs> I'm going uh I could just see a Photoshop of <laughs> um, like obviously I'm going younger because I could think of you know, we've already gone through two sets of actors for actors for the you know the last two x-men rosters so it's really hard to like think of people from not necessarily the past but like you know older people at least to me i just was trying to think okay i'll go younger so for magneto i picked uh taron egerton okay i think wow. something I saw, he could be a good i saw actor. that yeah i i think you know, I think he's a good actor. He was he's fine in the Kings of movies, but I thought he took another level in Rocket Man. I love that movie. Um and you know, I, I've seen a, a bunch of his other ones that are obviously escaping me, but he's I think he's just his star is just beginning to shine. And this that, this could be a huge catapult to something to something amazing. That's interesting. A lot of people have him pegged for Logan. So that's that's interesting yeah. that you went with him for Magneto. I mean, he, like, what's funny is Cassie, when I told her Taron Egerton for, I'm like, you know, he's talked to play Wolverine. She said, why? I go, well, you know, Wolverine is kind of shorter in the comics, and Taron's not, like, the tallest guy, too. So it makes sense from there. But I just want to see him in the Marvel Universe somewhere. Okay. Speaking of Logan, Darian, who do you have as, as your Wolverine? This was probably the toughest one because yep. there's so many options. I mean – and it was like, who kind of fits the bill? And also, you know, uh, kind of like what Lucas said, like, who do you want to see in the MCU? So but I got two. Um, and, you know, it, I, I didn't really want to go big names on any of this, but it's also kind of tough to, to not do that. So I got two pretty big names. One of them actually has had a, a quick stint in the MCU. 
Uh, but my first one was Carl Urban. Um, okay. I think he fits oh. the bill. I like um, the beard is important. I think he can actually grow one, which I think is important. Um, you know, he was in, in, in Thor for a hot second, but I, I liked him in the boys, you know, and waiting for season two on that. I really liked him in that. And my second one is in, you know, not talks necessarily, but it's kind of been, uh, I guess, Cybercast is a different character, but Luke Evans, who's kind of been pegged by the internet to play Neymar, but I would like to see him play Wolverine. Um, and I just, again, it's another guy that I think that his, his range is, is all over the place and, and he's an unbelievable actor. I'd love to see him get that opportunity. But there, there were so many on on uh, my list of possibles that it's just, that's going to be the one that's probably the toughest to pick because you've got to nail it. I mean, nobody's right. played a character longer than Hugh played, played Wolverine. I don't even think, actually, I know for sure that, that um, RDJ didn't even play Tony for, you know, 20 years. So you got a lot to live up on, a lot to live up to. Yeah. Carl Urban's a great, I love the boys too. I can't wait for season two. That show, I was, I came late to it, but like once I got into it, it was like, it was crazy. Yeah. I loved it. Mitch. All right. I'm, I'm going to be a little crazy here. Ready? Huge. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) No, I like, like Darian said though, like how do you casting the next Wolverine after how well Hugh Jackman did, it's going to be Everyone's going to hate it regardless, no matter what they do. Like, they're kind of screwed there. Um, I guess uh, I'll go with um, Oscar Isaac. I think, I think my, Oscar. On my short list. Yeah, but, um, you know, played Poe Dameron in uh, the new, you know, the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Um, good. I liked him. Yeah, he, I just think he would do a good job. Um, and regardless, again, whoever you pick, you know, the purists are going to cry because it's not Hugh Jackman. <laughs> but if they could back up the Brinks drug and get Hugh Jackman, they should they should do. No, he went he went out. Logan, I know Logan. Logan somebody, was one of the he, best. He went out. Was fantastic. Oh my god, I still think I still get chills thinking about the end of that movie. It was the best way you could go out as a superhero besides Iron Man. Oh, and I also saw. Um, actually, I'll wait in case someone else picked what I was going to say. So I'll hold right. up. All right, Brett, you're up. So I kind of went back and forth on this one because I think one of the toughest things to do, and whether it's sports, movies, or really anything, is to replace a legend. So originally for this one, I had Tom Hardy in the role, but after more thought, I'm going to switch it up and give it to John Boyega. I think that kind of going a way different direction with the with the uh, with the actor would be refreshing, and it doesn't put like tremendous pressure because. Like, if you try to replace somebody like Tom Hardy and Hugh Jackman, like, they're both great actors, but I really think giving it to somebody who's a lot younger and really starting to build up their career, that this would be just, like, that pivotal role for them. I, I think what – I think – I think what rises – I think what the sequel trilogy did to Finn is criminal. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love the, the idea of giving John Boyega – another sandbox to play in that mm-hmm. knows what they're doing a little bit more. Yeah. And he gets to make the, he gets to make Wolverine his own character. He doesn't have to replicate what Hugh Jackman did. He gets to do it, whatever, however he sees fit. Yeah. I love that. That, that falls in line with, um, you know, re spinning Magneto's origin. Like you sure. can definitely redo Wolverine's origin. It's so plug and play or, and it's really easy to, to modernize it and there's so much that they can work with now but i really like that pick that's 
out of the box for sure. Yeah. I like it. Lucas, who do you have? I had – I'm going to tell you who I had, but I, I just pivoted. I just called an audible um, for a f- football reference for those listening. Um, I had Scott Eastwood as Wolverine, but I didn't – I wasn't feeling it. I just was thinking younger. But then I thought, okay, Wolverine is, is older. You know, he is older than the rest of them or is supposed to be. I'm picking Justin Thoreau as Wolverine. Okay. I – amazingly underrated actor in the leftovers which is one of my top i think my it's my sixth favorite show ever i didn't think he could act or even come close to it like because i only knew him as the the evil dj and uh, zoolander but <laughs> he blew me away in that series and he should have so he should have a whole cabinet full of awards and he doesn't but i think i think he'd be a great addition well his award was got was getting to sleep with Jennifer Aniston for like 10 years. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's a pretty good award. That's, that's a consolation prize. But I, I, I just I see him when I rethought of him. So that's definitely my pick. Okay, interesting. Uh, Brett, I, my pick is kind of in line with yours. I, I kind of went outside of the box, you know. I think I know who you're going to pick. Um, I'm going with uh, David Diggs for Wolverine. Ooh. Uh, you know, I, I saw – I saw Hamilton, you know, on Disney Plus a couple weeks ago, and he was the one who jumped off the screen the most. You know, his, his entrance song as Jefferson is just out of this world charismatic. And, you know, he kind of shares a lot of the same similarities with Jackman. You know, they're both kind of stage guys who are transitioning to film. And I think he can just bring a different – he can bring a different kind of vibe to the character. So, you know, like, like everyone here has said, it's incredibly hard to recast someone like Hugh Jackman and everyone's going to piss their pants in anger over, over anyone, not Hugh Jackman, who's going to play Wolverine. But I think, you know, if you go, if you go a little different than everyone else, I think that kind of helps the, helps the, helps the transition a little bit. So people know, like, okay, we're doing something different here. So now here's where I think it gets interesting because, like I said in the intro and why I came up with this idea for the flex spot, there are so many different characters in, the, in, in X-Men. I mean, across all the comic books. I mean, we're dealing with almost <laughs> 70 years of continuity. We could have um, like a six-hour pod discussing yeah. all of our recasts. Yeah, so uh, I'm really interested to see who we all picked for our for our flex spots. Uh, Darian, who did you? Who's in your Who's in your first so we're going, flex? We're going. Oh, wait, first flex. So I, I mean, I, I really wanted to go kind of like one of the eight million characters in X Men, but um, I just kept going, coming back to a couple of my favorites. So the first one, uh, since we're just doing one at a time, was recasting Cyclops, recasting Scott Summers. He's always been a favorite character of mine. Um, I, I kind of like the, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I guess it's dark humor of just taking one Hemsworth out when Thor leaves and bringing another one in. Um, and not Liam. I would say to go with Luke Hemsworth. I really like how he was in, in Westworld, especially, um, you know, going into this season, which I haven't finished yet, but with him and their kind of reveals in there, if nobody's seen it, I won't um, give any spoilers away in Westworld. But I've really enjoyed him in Westworld. And I think that having a Hemsworth in the MCU is important. I think all three of them are, are really good actors, but I think that Luke kind of gets forgotten a little bit. 
Um, and obviously, I mean, Chris is going to exit in the next, you know, year or two, if not after, probably after, um, you know, Thor, uh, you know, God and Thunder, so, or Love and Thunder. So as soon as he's out, just bring another Hemsworth in. And it's kind of that middle age as well for Cyclops. I like the, I like the kind of older version of Scott Summers that was leading the X-Men, you know, one of the first recruits type deal. Um, I don't think Ty Sheridan got a, got a fair shake of things. And I don't think it was his fault. Um, but he got to go, you know, got to bring in next. It's just kind of how it goes. No, I I've read, I've read my fair share of X-Men comics and the movies can never get him right. I don't know. I don't weird. Like in the, in the, uh, in the Brian Singer movies, he's too, he's too, he's too much of a simp. He just can't, right. he's too much. <laughs> and like in the, and it kind of carries over into this younger, you know, into the Ty Sheridan character, you know? Right. And he never really gets a chance to be a leader because all those movies are so Wolverine focused that like, he doesn't get a chance to be like the true leader of the this guy. team. Exactly. Yeah. And even in, Dark Phoenix, you know, where Wolverine's not even in it, like Mystique kind of steals that shine just yep. because Jennifer Lawrence is that big of an actor. So yeah, I, I'm all for giving giving Cyclops, you know, his fair shake. Uh, Mitch, you're up. Um, I also casted Cyclops, but I'll go with my other one first. Um, Storm. So I'm going with Storm, and uh, I had two possibilities. The first name that came to mind was Kiki Palmer. Okay. And then the, uh, I guess we're just sticking in the Star Wars Disney family a little bit. Uh, my second option was uh, Naomi Aki. Um, I think she, you know, I think she would do a really good job. She didn't really get a big enough part in uh, The Rise of Skywalker, in my opinion. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think she, she either either of them would do a really good job. But the first one that came to my head was Kiki Palmer. Interesting. I I, I didn't even think about casting Storm. I don't know. I don't well, even know where big, to begin. Yeah, she was big in like the the original like X one, you know, like X X X two X three. Yeah, she was. She played a big role in the '90s cartoon too. So I just yeah. I I get lost kind of with her. Uh, Brett. Yeah. So for one of my flex positions, I went with Jean Grey. And for this role, uh, I got hooked on a show this summer. It's called The Outer Banks. And one of the actresses in there, Madeline Klein, she's like, I have the biggest crush on her. So I'm putting her in that role just so she can prosper like she should. <laughs> uh, I was going to pick an Outer Banks uh, character. I was going to pick um, I was gonna pick one of them for, for Cyclops. But uh, Okay. Glad, glad somebody threw an out of base character in because it's a good show. It's a good show for sure. Oh yeah, it was. All right, Lucas. Um, okay, I did Cyclops. I have I did do Jean Grey too, like a one two for them. But um for Cyclops I just cannot stop it's got in my opinion, Michael B. Jordan. Oh yep. He's I know he's already in the MCU as Killmonger, but you don't know if he's coming back. Oh no, he died. Yeah, he died. Um, yeah, they didn't do it. They didn't use him as well as they could have. No, they could have done a lot was, more. Kill longer. He, he, Michael B. Jordan's a fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. His character was so well done, and I think he deserves another shot at the MCU and in, uh, in a longevity. Well, 
if they can do Cyclops right finally, yeah. get get him to do it. Yeah, I mean, I tried to stay away from people who have already been in the MCU, but I was like, I, I like forget. up until up until today, I was like Idris Elba as Charles Xavier. Like it was, I just, saw, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, stuck yeah. in my head. Um, so for my first flex spot, um, I went with Rogue. Uh, Rogue oh. is um, kind of kind of serves as the audience avatar in a lot of in a lot of number one comics and you know the the first movie and X Men Evolution. Shout out to that cartoon. Uh, you know, I I remember there was the show on on Cartoon Network right before Adult Swim kicked in. So it was like on at like 9.30 every, every night on Cartoon Network. And that's how I remembered it. Uh, I went with uh, Margaret Qualley, who Ooh. you guys may know from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know her from Leftovers. Yeah, and The Leftovers and The Nice Guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just think... I, I think she's, I think she's great. You know, I think she's got a lot of, she's got a lot of interesting uh, qualities about her. And, you know, I, I think having her in a, in a big franchise is, would be interesting. I, you know, to see her kind of in this longevity, kind of like fish out of water kind of role, you know, being as our entrance into this mutant world. All right, Darian, who did you uh, who'd you pick in your second flex? All right, so my second flex, I, I went with Storm as well. I think that she has a pivotal role, especially if they warp in her relationship with Black Panther, with T'Challa, which is possible um, because that's technically, you know, that's technically canon. That's technically part of the comic books is their relationship. So I think there is something there. Um, and I went with Kiki Lane. She was... Um, just in uh, the old guard which I highly recommend on netflix great movie um and she burst on the scene in um might have been there's another movie last year uh, that she burst on the scene on that was pretty clear, critically acclaimed uh name is, is slipping me now but uh, she's got the height to play storm i think that's important you know if it, with all these characters like you know, kind of height is always like the thing everybody goes to. Like, you got to be the certain height to play the certain character. But I thought she did a great job in the old guard. Um, then again, you're kind of following up another legendary uh, actress that's played. I mean, Halle Berry, I thought, did a great job as yeah. Storm. That's the only really Storm I remember. I don't necessarily remember the younger one too well. Um, but I, I think Storm is just as important a character as anyone, especially because it can tie some universes together there. So... Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that running narrative about Storm and T'Challa. It yeah. just it just escaped my mind. Uh, Mitch, uh, like I said earlier, I went with Scott, and I went with the other Hemsworth. I went with Liam. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he, uh, you know, great actor, really good in the Hunger Games. Um, plus. You know everything, everything else that he's been in. Um, uh, yeah, I I just like I like the Hemsworth brothers. Might as well bring more of them in. Why not? <laughs> no kidding, uh, Brett. <laughs> so for my last flex, I went with Cyclops, and for this role, um, once again, kind of one with shows I like, love Peaky Blinders. So I went with uh, Killian Murphy. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't. I'm not caught up on Peaky Blinders yet, but I love Killian Murphy in that show. 
Yeah, and, I mean, he's great in everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's awesome in Dunkirk. Yeah, and he has like a presence yeah. to him, which I think is important for the role. Lucas, who did you cast as Jean Grey? Now you're gonna. <laughs> I I didn't. Well, okay, Jean Grey, but my I did Beast too. Okay. So my Jean Grey, real quick, is Catherine Langford from Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, I just kind of thought, you know, going younger, and I think she could be a good. I think she could be a good fit in the role. Um, but for Beast, I, you know, you kind of hinted at Denzel Washington. Um, you know, obviously have a certain other movie on the brain right now, but I picked John David Washington as Beast. I think he has this very. You watch Black Klansman, like you watch Monsters of Men, you watch these other movies and, you know, what we've seen of Tenet. Like he has this very kind of calming presence, but I think he could be really good in a role that like where he has to be like, you know, a normal, I forget what Beast was as a profession. I think it might be politician or, you know, something. And then just, you know, gets crazy. So I could really see him. I want him in the MCU somehow. So that's, my re- my excuse to plop them in here. Interesting. So I I actually also cast Jean Grey, Brett, but uh, I went with uh, Caitlin Deaver. Uh, she's from Booksmart and uh, Unbelievable, which she's just she she's just a powerhouse on that show, and you know she brings a lot of the a lot of the layers to to that kind of, to the, her performance and unbelievable that I think you need to bring to Jean Grey, especially if they're going to try, at least try to make another run at Dark Phoenix. I mean, I don't know why you would, but if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to give it a shot, you need someone to be able to carry that weight. And I think, I think Caitlin Deaver can do that. I don't know if you can touch Dark Phoenix again. Yeah, I just, you know, you did it so wrong twice in 10 (laughs) years. I don't know how you can... (laughs) I mean, like X Men Three was a not a good movie, but I didn't think watching Dark Phoenix I would go, "Wow, X Men Three kind of did it better than yeah. this movie." <laughs> I agree. And it's not like I hated Dark Phoenix; I thought it was a it, it's a movie, but man, I was just like, "Holy shit!" It's a good thing after I'm walking on, I'm like, "Okay, I'm kind of glad Disney's taking this whole thing over now, so they can all be under one house and." have some crazy ass Avengers movie, you know, five, 10 years from now with all of them in it. I can't, I can't wait to see X-Men again. Yeah. I just, I, you know, like there's so much good X-Men material to work with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they go, if they jump right into dark Phoenix, I'm not sure, you know, but I I trust Kevin Feige, the hat man, (laughs) as he's known to, to do it right. Uh, Darian, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a pleasure. Pleasure having you on, as always. Yeah, thanks, of course. Man. Thank you. It was a good one. Yeah. So, uh, fellas, we'll uh, we'll talk next week. Uh, guys, uh, go green. Go white. Go white.